So, Dave, I've got a, a bit of a an embarrassing story, kind of kind of a strange story for you. All right, is this a double album? Uh, well, it's 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 kind of convoluted. So stick with me. Okay. This, all right. So I, can I do when I do a convoluted story? Can yeah. I can I do what you do? The hand gesture, like the the wrap it up. <laughs> yes, you can. Yes, you can. <laughs> the, the under the yeah. deck thing. Go. Right. Right. You're 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 pulling the curtain away from people to see what, what happens here. Um, so yeah, I recently finished a novel, uh-huh. right? And reading it or writing, I'm writing. writing it. Okay, uh, okay. It's first draft of my latest novel. It's a Cold War thriller set in 1976. Okay, okay? and it's told through the eyes of an army brat stationed in West Germany, which okay. you know yeah, is of course. what I was. Sure. Right? Yeah. Anyway, I don't have a title for the book yet, mm-hmm. and you have to have a good title. You have to have a good title. So every time I come up with one, I do some searching on and it. And there's someone else got it. Right. And, you know, so, so I like have great been, expectations that right. taken. You know, did you know that somebody else called this uh, book Moby Dick? <laughs> but anyway, last night I've been try- so I've been trying whatever I can to inspire myself mm-hmm. to come up with ways to come up with a title. So last night I went out to the garage. I grabbed a cigar. Mm-hmm. I say it out my Lazy Boy, uh, okay. which I have in the garage. And Lazy Boy will be available on. <laughs> And I played a list of songs from 1976. Oh. I thought maybe, you know, the songs are playing. The seed of creativity. You never right? know. Right. I was sure. hoping it would spark me, right. inspire me in some way. Well, when I have a cigar, I open the garage door. Okay. All right. So imagine. And it. we'll be back right after that. <laughs> imagine this, though. Okay. Uh, all right. The sheer white trashiness of this of this site. Uh, an aging man yeah. having a cigar in the middle of winter <laughs> yeah, yeah. in a lazy boy in the garage in an open garage oh, yeah. facing the street yeah. now add disco lights because my boys put disco <laughs> yeah. lights in the right. garage there's right. a lava lamp there too <laughs> yeah it's all sorts it's of it's Greg Brady's bedroom it yeah. is very yeah. much like that so I'm listening to the music and I, I fell asleep in the chair okay alright all right. as I mentioned surrounded by disco lights yeah. with an open garage yeah. facing the door or facing the street yeah um, and then my neighbor comes over and looks over at me. <laughs> and while he's looking at me, the song Play That Funky Music, White Boy, is playing yeah. with the disco lights. Uh, yeah, yeah. The old man yeah, in the yeah, winter. Yeah, yeah. And the, he goes, you know, back in Studio 54, me and Bianca Jagger got it on. Yeah. He goes, hey, Rick, what's going on? <laughs> and I thought to myself, I could explain this whole thing that I just explained <laughs> yeah, to you. Right. But, you know, yeah, there's no actually right. There's yeah. there's just no way. So I told him I'm trying to recreate 1976. Yeah. And he said, can't help you. I wasn't even born yet. Oh, yeah. Right. Oh, right. But I'm going to oh. visit my grandchild. Now, oh. Right. Yeah. But anyway, I was embarrassed. I was I mean, I was blushing. I was that embarrassed. <laughs> well, you know, I am, um, you know, teaching the youngins at the university yeah. that I do. Um there's been a couple instances that grandparents of the p- kids that I'm teaching are younger. Oh, oh my God. Uh, All right. Minutiaman is up next. Uh, but first, listen to this other fine old pie show. I'm Mark Vernon. Join me and my co-host, Luke Costable, each week for the Car Guys Report. Informed Automotive, the podcast where two regular car guys talk about, what else? Cars. We'll tell you about what we've seen on the roads, what's happening in the industry, and share some great stories about our experiences in the automotive world over the past several decades. We guarantee it'll be fun, informative, and entertaining. It's the Car Guys Report, a Tony Lasano podcast, an OPI production, on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. 
The following is a Tony Lasano podcast. An OPI production on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. This is Minutia Man with Rick and Dave. So, did, have you come up with a title yet? No, I haven't. I haven't. <laughs> so, play that funky white boy that's not going to... Well, no, it would make no sense. It's a Cold War thriller. What, what and by it? the way, suddenly a Cold War thriller is, yeah. is very uh, timely. Yeah, apropos. Yeah. It, it, when I wrote it, it wasn't, but now it will be. Think, what other 1976 songs could you use to... Hey, if people it? have ideas, Absolutely. send, send right. it in, because uh, I'm looking for a good title. We got a great show today, and speaking of getting our listeners involved yes right? we are going to tell a story we're going to uh we're going to start involving story or uh contributions contributions from our from our, yeah. from our listeners yeah so later on in the show certainly that's right there i got something you want to get right into it i mean yeah sure I'm a pretty busy guy here um <laughs> you know chop, chop. <laughs> uh, you know that men's medical journal that we were gonna start that just was completely fake and cited bogus yeah, you wanted, to, you wanted to create a website that cites fake studies right. saying that things like, you know, uh, you know. Ambition causes cancer. Right. You know, yeah, or, right, exactly. Well, Small penises mean <laughs> that somebody is very, very smart. <laughs> right, right, right. You know, watching porn prevents osteoporosis or something right, like exactly, that. Right, yeah. Well, I think we might be about 65 years too late. I will explain that a little okay. later. Okay, but this, is, uh, this story comes out of our health desk. Okay. Washing dishes lowers heart disease risks in older women. Okay. <laughs> the Journal of the American Heart Association published a study from the University of California, San Diego on Tuesday. The study measured the physical activity over 50, of over 5,400 middle-aged women. Mm-hmm. They found that women who performed routine activities like housework and cooking and gardening saw a reduced risk of heart disease. God bless them. <laughs> The study also found out that women uh, between the ages of 50 and 58, how, how old is This is right in there. Yeah, as long as Michelle, have a, have a reduced chance of cardiovascular disease if they vacuum two to three days a week. And I'm not just talking about the crappy vac- vacuuming, okay? Upstairs, yeah, downstairs, right, right. the whole do, do I see a spider web there? Sweetie, I'm doing this for your health, okay? Um, but similar studies have shown that men do not, and I repeat not, significantly lower their incidence of cardiovascular disease by doing similar activities. This now, is, I'm guessing there's a small sample size. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, in fact, and this is where our website comes in, in fact, a 1957 study, okay, arguably that was 65 years ago, and we were in a different time in 1957. Yeah. Um a study by something called the Male Medical Advisory Board Initiative out of okay. Stanford, Connecticut, found that found a bunch of things. Yeah. Out, right? All right. Here's one of them. And this is all true. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. They found that added pressures of housework on men might cause profound stress result, resulting in harmful diseases. And I love the phrase, aren't all diseases yeah, right. harmful? It's instead of the good diseases. <laughs> right. But here are some of the other things that were found in this 1957 study. Okay. okay. Men can experience severe hearing loss from exposure to crying children and infants. <laughs> oh my uh, God, where was this study when I needed it? In fact, male vestibule ducks are usually one and a half times longer than the females and are more sensitive to higher decibel noises. Okay. Okay. I'll buy that. That's not all. (laughs) 
Men who refrain from regularly flirting with members of the opposite sex. Who refrain from it. Refrain can experience a backup of adrenal <laughs> fluid, which will cause distress on the celiac ganglia. Honey, it says it right here. I'm only doing it for my health. I'm citing a study. Do you want me to live longer or not? Uh, attention from women releases oxycosin. Not oxytocin, oxycosin which lessens the strain on the parasympathetic nervous system. I googled oxycosin. Yeah. I can't find anything. Okay, so this is... Well, yeah. And finally, and this is pretty much my favorite one, too much talking can cause a... Ace- <laughs> <laughs> A esophageal cancer in men, men ages 38 to 75. Men should limit speaking, especially during evening hours when their upper <laughs> thoracic is mostly or most vulnerable. So evidently there was a Rick and Dave in 1957 that said, you know what? You know, what was your dad doing in 1957? My dad was around. Yeah, right. You know, maybe it was Eckhart and Fritz. They were board members of the Medical Advisory Board Initiative. Wow. You know what, what raises heart attack risk in older women? No. What? Husbands. Yeah. yeah. Right. Well, that is a very good study. 1957. Um, I'm sure I didn't see this. There's some smoking thing and red meat thing, probably. That, yeah. You know, uh-huh. but. Well, thank you for that. Yeah, no. That's great. Uh, you know, this is kind of a hard time uh, for the world with the war going on. Oh, it's I thought very... you were talking about MLB, the, the No, that, I mean, there's the thing in Ukraine, I think, might even be worse. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, you know, not to joke about it, but, you, you know, you and I, we're not really equipped to handle serious conversations so let's not have a serious conversation the thing that i saw that really has stuck with me is every man in ukraine between 18 and 60 60 i know 60 i know that would include us (laughs) you know has to stay behind Uh and fight yeah well there's got to be a rick and dave in ukraine right i mean how do you say medusha man in ukraine (laughs) i mean yeah I've never fired a gun. Have you ever fired a gun? I've never. No, I've never. I, a BB gun once. I have just one. baby soft oh, hands. I, oh, I know. I know. You were femme of the year. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's just no chance mm-hmm. that we would be good. But th- let's take some inspiration for, from the Ukrainian Rick and Dave's out there because there is there's still stuff you can do mm-hmm. to help out. A Ukrainian company that supplies parts for electric vehicle charging stations in Russia has been accused of using their access in order to display messages such as Slava Ukraini, which is glory to Ukraine, mm-hmm. and Putin is a dickhead. <laughs> this so is the, so this, this comes up on the displays of the char- on the charging stations okay, okay. Right. this right. is a true story in russia in russia yeah. charging stations installed on the m11 route which were purchased in 2020 according to the results of an open purchase procedure which is what the energy company says now the manufacturer left a bookmark in the controller mm. which gave them opportunity to have you know back access uh, to yeah. to change things right a and back so, door a basic right, little, back uh, door and so now if you go across Russia, Russia right. and you go to a charging station, you'll see things that say like glory to Ukraine, glory to the heroes. Putin is a dickhead. <laughs> death to the enemy, which I think that's something that you and that I could, we do. could do. Right. We could do that. Um, that actually reminds me of a bit of a story. So when yeah. I was at um, Case Paper. Yeah. This is back in early 90s. We got one of these fancy phone systems. Okay. That when you got a call from somebody within the office, their name would come up. 
Okay. You know, yeah. Yeah. Dave's calling. You know, right. Yeah. And of course, the wacky <laughs> operation managers would put nicknames. On okay. There, you know. I think there was some anti-Semitic one for me, but that was fine. I mean, okay. we, were in, we were in simpler yeah. times. You know, we were, you know. <laughs> in those days, it was perfectly fine. <laughs> it was totally fine. Right. He would just do it for like a minute or two and then switch it back. But he didn't switch it back. And I'm not going to tell you what the boss's one was, but it was something, I think Lucifer had something to okay. do with it. Right. Yeah, and right. For just like, you know, it was... He would just do it kind of funny. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. 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 Oh, my he, God. Go ahead. See what it looks like. And he forgot. And Did he get in big trouble? Uh, no. I mean, it was yeah. a little laughy. Right. And, and, like, and, obviously, I'm joking. Right. right. Exactly. Just, I was just playing around with how to, but I still I remember that. Now, this is the same company that I used to call and leave you messages, right? Yeah. When Dave worked at Case Paper, I would call him up um, and leave him messages. Mm-hmm. And... The receptionist, and there used to be these nice things, late, right? There used nice to be little. these things called receptionists that yeah, would write right. notes, right, and and put it in your mailbox or whatever. Well, they'd be the little pink, yeah, the little pink, the, the little, uh, right, out while, right, you know, right, right, called exactly. while you were out, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, she'd say, "Well, what's your name?" And I'd say, "Rick Kemper." Yeah. She goes, "Well, how do you spell that?" Right. And I'd say, "X Z D F Q D seven four nine." Right, and asterisk. Yeah, right. And, and she would hand you the <laughs> note saying that. <laughs> Right, right. Look, smiley face carrot, <laughs> RJ eggplant. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, okay, you're. She was a nice lady. Yes, I'm right. sure she was, but right. she and was she, very bright. And she is now a congressman, or yeah. congresswoman in Georgia. Right. Okay. Uh, do we have any reviews of the show? We sure do. This is from Irina Bolstoy. Actually, ooh, that sounds Russian. <laughs> it does. Um, on Apple Podcasts from the UK. Need news you can use to become a better person? Question mark. Don't listen to this show. Uh, Need to laugh and be entertained for 40 minutes? Subscribe. They get big-name celebrities, and their interviews are hilarious. Oh, that's, that's very nice. That's very nice. And impeccably, no grammar mistakes in this one. The ty- No typos. Either. Well, that's good, because yeah, you're very rough on people. Uh, if you like Minutia Men or Minutia Men Celebrity Interview, which it sounds like she was also uh-huh. referring to, be sure to check out some of the other programs on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. You can pick out your favorite new show at opishows.com. And remember that opi is hippo backwards, which is shows.com. All right, Dave, it's time for another feature. Do you remember what we call this one? That'd be Studio Oval. That is correct. Time now for Studio Walls. And the words of the prophets were written on the studio walls. So this is the part of the show where we reach into the 40-year Rick and Dave archives. And I sent Dave a list of what has happened in our lives during this week in history. And I let Dave pick which one we're going to play. All right. Um, and these are the ones that Dave said no to. And there were some good ones there, this, this week. Was, this was, was it a hard choice? This was, this was a hard week to go. Okay. I had to put in three minutes. Did you? Yeah, I think I had. A, it wow. probably took two or three minutes to do Wow. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, don't say that Dave doesn't work on the show. Uh, February 28th, 2008, I was on the radio with John Landecker and Turi Radio, a Turi Rider, discussing my brand new venture, Just One Bad Century. You've got audio. Pretty funny interview. Dave said no. March 1st, Harry Carey's birthday. I wrote a tribute to Harry when he passed away called Hats Off to Harry, which appeared on Landecker and the Legends Volume 5. Could have played that song for you. Some touching song. Yeah, Dave well, said no. Yeah. March 1st, 1996, Buckingham's lead singer Carl Giomarisi appeared on the Landecker show. And I handed him a parody 
of uh, one of his songs written about the Girl Scouts, and he performed it live on the spot just by me handing him. So the, it was Girl Scouts because you were selling Girl Scout cookies. We were selling right? Girl Scout gotcha. cookies, yeah. Okay. And uh, we had Carl on, and we, he mm. told the whole story, but we also have the tape of that song. Dave said no to both of those yeah. things, right? This is the one that surprised me. Mm. March 1st, Roger Daltrey's birthday. Mm-hmm. We interviewed uh, the keyboardist from The Who, Lauren Gold. He had some great stories mm-hmm. about Roger and mm-hmm. not being able to understand him. And <laughs> the, 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 <laughs> Wasn't that the one where, like, Roger... Talked to him for like 45 seconds, and then he goes, you don't know anything when I touch that. <laughs> yeah. Dave said no. Yeah. He said no to that, and yeah. he loves the who. Yeah. Uh, we'll get to it again. March 2nd, Lou Reed's birthday, and we had Mick Rock on, mm-hmm. who was one of his running buddies, buddies back yeah. in the day, right. and he told us an unbelievably great mm-hmm. story about Lou Reed that you're not going to hear. No. Because Dave said no. Mm-hmm. Bill Curtis has been on this show, mm-hmm. and his biggest story of his entire career that he told us mm. about was broken on this week in 1978. He broke the story about Agent Orange right. in Vietnam. Told us how that whole thing came to be. Excellent story. Yep. Dave said no. no. Uh, the, the war thing, you know what? A little yeah, yeah maybe. A little okay, too close, yeah, maybe little, that was the right call yeah, on yeah. that. March fourth, World Grammar Day. Yeah, we, we had the ultimate grammar man, yeah. Jim Bauman, yeah. on. Yeah. Uh, Dave said no. Uh, it's also the the birthday of Chicago. The city. Mm-hmm. And we had Robert Lorzell on, who's like a, a great mm-hmm. uh, historian about Chicago. Mm-hmm. He had all sorts of great stories about the history of Chicago. Mm-hmm. Dave said no. How many times can you talk about the fire? Yeah. Uh, March 4th, also Tim Weigel's birthday, a good buddy mm-hmm. of ours. And we have audio of Tim giving blessing to our great uh, advertising yeah, agency, right. I'm in Chicago mm-hmm. Advertising. Dave said no. But here's what he said yes to. Um, February 27th would have been Howard Hessman's birthday, mm-hmm. who just recently passed away, mm-hmm. Dr. Johnny Fever. Um, passed away just a few weeks ago. And we had Tommy Chong on the show a few years ago, and he told us a story about his feud with Howard Hessman. And we were going to play it right after yeah. after he died. Yeah. But Dave, what did you say? I said, it, it's too soon. Right? Yeah. And then now it's 21 days, right? <laughs> Basically... A tragedy plus time is a bad yeast infection, as far as I'm concerned. Okay. After about 21 days, the antibiotics <laughs> goes through, and tragedy. Okay, it's now enough time to. The, All right, here's can, the story be, behind the uh, the dispute of Tommy Chong and Howard Hessman. There, there's, you know, like like we copied the committee in the second city. Right. Early, early, early guys, you know, like Peter Boyle. I, uh-huh. I saw Peter Boyle work live in second city and we, we copied a lot of people. And so we had a lot of uh, improvisational actors really hate us. You know, oh. like Howard Hessman. Uh, Howard Hessman hated teaching. From WKRP? <laughs> yeah, WKRP. So one, <laughs> one session in the 70s show, they had Howard Hessman doing his radio bit. Oh. on this show and I was laughing to myself because I know how much he, he Howard Hessman he gets pissed off at anything you know when he was in the committee he would get on stage after to give out announcements of where all the protests were going to be had you know very hippy dippy guy uh-huh. and he'd have these bright red shoes on and and he would say okay any questions and inevitably someone would say hey where'd you get the shoes man <laughs> and, and, and instead of instead of being a, a joke with it it would piss him off he'd get mad and he's a redhead and you can see his face get all flushed you know so he's so when he heard that 
No, Cheech and John, two guys come up, took their best bits, <laughs> and became international icons. <laughs> and now he has to he has to get on stage. And after we did the bit, they used to bring everybody out for a bow, and then they would bring me out last because you know the a big crowd favorite. And so I was thinking, oh, I can't wait. To <laughs> <laughs> I have to hold my hand and take a bow, and and he he he, he left before the bow. Oh, oh wow! That. Yeah. That's a that's he, a he grudge right there. That's like he, a forty year grudge. Talk. <laughs> he didn't talk. He did nothing. He just he just got his stuff and and, and he got the hell out of there. Oh. <laughs> now. When you hear Tommy Chong, and well, first of all, yeah, and first of all, I love Tommy Chong, yeah. but he's totally stoned in this in this conversation. You can hear he's like he's giggling, like he's stoned, he's stoned right there. He's been stoned since '65, right? He um, is a high functioning stoner, though, you know, because yeah. his well, output's amazing. Although it's a lot easier when you don't come up with the bits yourself and you just steal them. Steal them, right? Uh, you know, the thing that that was one of those. I, we we talked to him during COVID, didn't we? Yeah. Yeah. That was one of those A-list celebrities that we couldn't get off the phone. Yes. Do you remember? It yes. Like, it, was okay. a, it was 47 minutes long. Okay, Tommy. Interview. Hey, we got to let you go out. But it was great. Oh, it was great. It's it was great. great. And if you're looking for it, it's on uh, Minutiaman Celebrity Interview. Uh, it looks like it is episode number 39. Episode number 39 for those of you who would like to check it out. Uh, we still have a lot more yeah. show. Yeah. Um, loud sex. I'm going to do something about loud sex. Oh, I'm going to do something about a uh, museum in Iceland. Oh, it's very highbrow. Yeah, I'm very, sure it is. Very highbrow. <laughs> wait, wait. Yeah. And we will debut our new thing where people send in their celebrity stories and they, they get a chance to tell us celebrity stories. And uh, I love this first one. It's a good one. Um, but all that is still coming up right after this. All right, Adam, what uh, country are you from? I am from England. What is the best soccer league in the entire world? The English Premier League. What is your day job? Director of coaching for Illinois Youth Soccer. So if you were, say, a fan of English Premier League and you wanted to hear the, the opinions of someone who is from England, who knows a lot of soccer, what podcast would you tell people they need to listen to free kicks with adam and rick and that's on the radio misfits podcast network free kicks a tony lasano podcast an opi show on the radio misfits podcast network great talk radio isn't dead it just moved to a better place radio misfits.com and we're back um so this comes out of new york new york you know the gotham yeah the big apple <laughs> And evidently the city that really doesn't sleep, Rick. Yeah. Complaints of New Yorkers' noisy sex are rising at an alarming rate. Really? Your urban dwellers tolerate, you know, they tolerate the screeching subways, the, mm-hmm. hey, I'm walking Day. here. Uh, noisy bars, but late night sounds of coital revelry, revelry are the breaking point, evidently. Huh. A wave of sex mayhem has apparently been sweeping New York City, prompting residents to lodge an increasing number of noise complaints to a government helpline. <laughs> this is a real story. This is a real story. New York is no stranger to noise complaints. New Yorkers file as many as 75,000 a month of regular noise complaints. Yeah. But the new 311 data that has been obtained by Patch has revealed that many recent complaints arise from those dis- 
disturbed by their neighbors late night boom chakalak uh-huh from february 19th 2021 to the 9th of february of this year the website reported the official helpline received 277 complaints about noisy sex Queens produced the most with 103. Okay. Manhattan came in second with 66, while Brooklyn produced 55, the Bronx 48, and Staten Island 4. Hey, Staten Island, you're not <laughs> trying, on, buddy. Come on. In, but here I got a sampling of some of the complaints you want to hear. Yeah. In Cross Bay Boulevard in Queens, oh, 56 complaints were logged about hippies allegedly dressing up as Freddy Krueger, Pennywise, and the Easter Bunny while engaging in... Boom chakalaka. Okay. As the theme song of Velveteen Dream, a pro wrestler blasted in the background. You know well, that is a very specific right. one. Wow. On December 23rd at 11 p.m., a resident in East Harlem in Manhattan said, remember, December 23rd, some guy is singing jingle balls at the top of his voice. Another person is screaming, yes, daddy, come down my chimney. Yes. <laughs> but, but here is my favorite one. Okay. Yeah. A Corona Queens resident filed a complaint on his neighbors who were having Klingon sex. Oh, for God's sake. <laughs> so Klingon sex. Okay? Oh, boy. So I took the liberty, Rick, of oh, no. downloading the app, the text-to-speech Klingon app. Okay. Okay. So what I think would be fun is you tell me some sexy phrases, and I will... How I will, about the one that you just said, the, uh, the chimney one? Okay, hold on here. Um, do you have to type it in, or can I you say I do have to type it in. Hold oh, on. Do, do the shorter one. Then. Uh, <laughs> Jingle I, balls. You know, well, I was going to do, how about, I've got your tricorder right here. Okay, yeah, that's okay. good. Uh, hold on. I got your tricorder. Okay. All right, ready? Oh, he's doing this with one hand. That's right, very right, impressive. Right, yep. That's Klingon. Wow. Right. How about... Doesn't really get me revved. Okay, how about... Um, you're making my engines buckling, or buckle. Okay. Hold on. My hold engines on. are buckling, Captain. Yeah, hold on. All right. There go. Maybe this will be better here. Hold on, hold on. This is, by the way, I've never seen you more dexterous. Hold on. Can you imagine hearing that while during sex? <laughs> it does actually kind of sound like that. <laughs> you know, in the suburbs, we don't get a lot of uh, loud sex complaints. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you're all in homes, you know, yeah. single family. Mm-hmm. And any loud sex complaints really don't go to the police department. You just get ill from the teenagers <laughs> that are living in your house. Yeah. All right. Well, I have a story that is not quite as exciting as this, mm. but... Uh, did you have an app that you downloaded? Before? I have no. Oh, I did yeah. not go the extra mile for you. Uh, we own a publishing company called Eckhart's Press, and a couple of years ago, we published a book by a comedian named Lauren Logiducci. Lo- oh, yes, thank you. Who is a Melanie... Or Melania Trump. Actually, she's a Men- Melanie, <laughs> Trump. Melanie Trump. It's her second cousin. It, 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 honestly, not a lot of people got it. Anyway, she's a Melania Trump impersonator. Her book was called Inside Melania, still available. We had we had her on the show. We she did the whole she, Melania bit for us. COVID really screwed her. I know. She and, had like what 170 shows planned. I know. Uh, yeah. And and after January sixth, 
Trump's not that funny anymore. No, right, right. no. Yeah, since the Trumps rode off in the sunset, Lauren has created a uh, putting a new podcast. That mm-hmm. She's on the Radio Misfits. Actually, it's called Reconcile the Isle. She's also a full fledged TikTok star. Mm-hmm. She really is. She's got tons and tons of followers. You can check her out at Lauren Logie. Um, and I follow her. And this week, she gave a TikTok review from Reykjavik, Iceland. Mm. You know where she was? No. She was in the Icelandic Phallicological Museum. Oh. Which, you know what that means. I think there's something to do with penises. 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 In the news. Rick and Dave. There's a whole museum about it. A whole museum about penises in Reykjavik, Iceland. You won't want to miss it. There are actual samples of various different animal penises, mm-hmm. which she showed us on the on the video. Um, there is like a. I'm I'm actually predicting a run of women uh, chasing after whales based on what I saw. Okay, because you know what I'm saying. Okay. about the whales. But my favorite. So, what thing, was the book that we talked about in the earlier in the show? Uh, Moby. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, it yeah. all comes around, doesn't it? <laughs> we call that a callback. <laughs> we call that a callback. The writing, there's so many levels oh, here. I know. But the most interesting thing that I saw, and this really is is weird, a trophy case full of penises from soccer players from the same team. All right? All of their penises, plaster cast. Okay, I was go. Okay, yeah. Was the, you know, like the, like Cynthia, the plaster caster yeah, sure. used to do the rock and roll groupie. Uh, they did this for an entire soccer team, and they have the pictures of the team. Okay, and then they've got a glass case with the replicas of their fully engorged yeah, okay. penises, and then you mix and match. Oh, so like, it's like a, oh, I think this one is number seven. Right, okay, this is you know sure. It's like so, a, but yeah, it's like a it's not a wordy. It'd be a well, it's a you know, it's a quiz. Yeah. It's a penis yeah, quiz. Sure. Um, and if you're if you want to know what the overall of, a view of Lauren was uh, about this museum, she said in a three word review, she said too many dicks, <laughs> which I think is probably absolutely appropriate. All right, it's time for a uh, final feature. We call this. A random name pulled out of Rick's bowl of brushes with celebrities. Mixture. Collection. Selection. Assemblage. Medley. Assortment. Variety. Time now for Celebrity Potpourri with Rick and Dave. So last week, a uh, a man or woman named Tegan, I'm still not mm-hmm. sure if it's a man or woman, sent us an email saying, why don't you have listeners send in their brushes with greatness stories? That's phenomenal idea. And um, so we brought that up last week, and we got three really good ones. Mm-hmm. Um I've got one about Phil Donahue. I have a Phil. Do you want to hear about the Phil Donahue story I have? Sure. So I went to Lane Tech. Well, you, you should. You want to save it for the day that we do the Phil Donahue story? Okay. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Um, there's another one about Bronco Nagurski. Okay. Former football player. Uh, that one is so good. I've been trying to get this guy on to come and tell oh, it. Oh, that'd tell be great. It live. Great so idea. I'm saving it for, I want him to tell the story. His name's Michael. That's a really good one. Um, this one is from Sylvia. My mom's older brother was a high school classmate of Harvey Corman <laughs> at Sen High School in Chicago. Oh, okay. In the early 70s, mom took us out to Hollywood on vacation. She asked her brother to write Harvey a note asking for tickets to a taping of The Carol Burnett Show. Harvey came through. I was pretty young, maybe 12 years old, so I don't remember all of the details, but I remember that Carol did her famous Tarzan yell in the Q&A okay. section. 
and that Lyle Wagner was just as gorgeous as I thought he would be. We only met Harvey for a few seconds after the show, and he still had his makeup on, but he was very nice to us and told Mom to say hello to her brother for him, even though I believe that he didn't remember him at all. But that is yeah, very nice. Very nice. I don't think I knew that Harvey Corman was from Chicago. I didn't know that either. Yeah. I didn't. But here's what I sent me down a Harvey Corman uh, rabbit hole. And here's my favorite Harvey Corman moment of all time. Okay. Here we go. But she said, "Army, of course, an army of the worst dregs ever to soil the face of the West." Tag it. Yes, sir. I've decided to launch an attack that will reduce Rock Ridge to ashes. What do you want me to do, sir? I want you to round up every vicious criminal and gunslinger in the West. Take this down. I want rustlers, cutthroats, murderers, bounty hunters, desperados, mugs, pugs, thugs, nitwits, halfwits, dimwits, vipers, snipers, con men, Indian agents, Mexican bandits, muggers, buggerers, Bushwhackers, hornswagglers, horse thieves, bull dykes, train robbers, bank robbers, ass kickers, shit kickers, and Methodists! <laughs> Could you repeat that, sir? <laughs> Blazing Saddles. Yeah, that was great. Classic yeah. Harvey Corman. Uh, and we never knew he was a fellow Chicagoan. Uh, we talked earlier about the Minishman Celebrity interview. Mm-hmm. There's a new one out now mm-hmm. uh, featuring uh, Fizza. Dosani, right? Was a very funny comedian. lady. Very, very funny lady. Uh, she talks about her celebrity encounter with um, John Holm, no, uh, Ron Jeremy, Ron, Ron Jeremy, and, yeah. and she'll even tell you what he smells like, yeah. which <laughs> is a, a super duper bonus. I go go check it out. It's out there right now. Minutia Men celebrity interview. If you'd like to contribute to our new feature, or you just want to talk to us in any way, you can comment on our Minutia Men Instagram page, which is Minutia Men Official, and just. Please follow that page. We want to at least get up into the triple digits, so we don't. So we're not too <laughs> and embarrassed. We, and we fix the typo. It's not ethical anymore. Right. It's official. <laughs> That's right. Uh, you can also check us out on Twitter at Minutiaman, or you can email us at minutiamanpodcast at gmail dot com, or you can check out our publishing company at cartspress dot com and Rick's blog. You can, and my blog, and that's where most of these emails are coming in from, which I wasn't expecting. You can follow along 40 Years of Rick and Dave. Go to rickkemfer.blogspot.com. Special thanks to our executive producer, Tony Lasano, opishows.com. He needs a haircut. He is getting have a you seen? Yeah. Have you seen? Yeah, he He's needs, a hippie. Yeah, he needs a haircut. Opi is hippo backwards. O-P-P-I-H shows.com. We're distributed by Ed Silla with Radio Misfits. Great Talk Radio isn't dead. It just moved to a better place. Radiomisfits.com. And we'll be back again next week with a brand new episode. No, Manusha, man. The proceeding was a presentation of Opie Productions. Find our other great shows wherever you find podcasts, including opishows.com. Thank you. This has been a presentation of Old Pie Productions. Tony, can you shut up? What do you get when you hear a celebrity Minutia Men interview, Dave? Rick, think of Dan Rather and Bill Maher having a kid. <laughs> Is that right? Yeah. So you'll get Minutia. Right. What does a Damone from Fast Times and Ridgemont High really think about the movie? Only right? one place to find out, and that's Celebrity Minutia Men interview, a Tony Lasano podcast. Go to opishows.com or wherever you find podcasts. Just search for Radio Misfits. Misfits.